Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Boomer and Geo coming to you live to the Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We talked about these same names with the Jets quarterback possibilities, and there could be one more out there becoming available that is very, very interesting, and one that I didn't think was available until yesterday. I really thought that this organization was going to go in a different direction than the one that has been reported they may go into. So we've heard Derek Carr, we've heard Aaron Rodgers, we've heard Baker Mayfield, we've heard Jimmy Garoppolo over and over again. But yesterday, from two people, Two people that I know you have talked to, you have uh, spent time with, and you respect. Mike Tannenbaum yep. and Jason LaConfora. Yeah. Both of them said that they have the feeling that Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears is going to be dealt. And, of course, that would mean because they have the number one overall pick. Right. That they would draft a quarterback at number one. Yeah. So... We throw his name now into the conversation because this is a guy who showed you that he does have that talent. And there was one point in the middle of the year where he was putting up ridiculous numbers. Yes, mainly running, but you know, still because they changed their offense to kind of fit his his ability. Luke Getzey, their offensive coordinator, they went into their bye. They had a terrible game. I forget who it was against on a Thursday night. They went into their bye, and then when they came out of their bye, they basically had a new offense, a new way of doing things. And it was more uh, RPO standard stuff, and it was much more called runs for Justin Fields because he's like 6'3", 230 pounds. I mean, listen, a lot of that stuff worked with Jalen Hurts this year, didn't it? It did, it did. It did. And he's that he's that type of player right now. And I do believe that he's going to be a much better player next year than he was this year. He'll, he's on that trajectory to be good. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because my last call into the score, that was, you know, the WFAN of Chicago. I, yeah. I do a weekly call in with them during the football season was right after the Bears had won or lost and then won the number one pick mm-hmm. in the draft. And I said, you know, Ryan Pulser, GM, is going to have some really, really interesting decisions to be made here. Because everybody assumes that Bryce Young out of Alabama is going to be the number one quarterback. And he's going to have to evaluate Bryce Young. And he's going to have to decide whether or not Bryce Young has got a higher upside than Justin Fields does. And if he decides that, then he's got to take uh, just uh, Bryce Young and he has to trade Justin Fields. And so that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. That's, this is now people that are closer to it than I am that actually have talked to a lot of these people like Mike Tannenbaum feel like that if he were the general manager, that's exactly what he would do. 
that he would take Bryce Young. He would then trade Justin Fields, and he would try to build around Bryce Young, who seems to be more pro-passer ready than Justin Fields was. Yeah, so if I am the Jets, I am absolutely talking to the Bears about what they are looking for for Justin Fields as one of these options. I am, because I'm not one of the guys that believes that Zach Wilson is going to turn it around. I know that there's some Jet fans and some people in that organization that want to see him stick around for a couple of years, bring in the veteran, hopefully he takes over. I'm not one of those guys. And he may flourish somewhere else, and that's great, whatever. But I'm not one of those guys. So to me, as opposed to some of these other options we have talked about, I can't stand the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo. If it's not Derek Carr, who I don't love here, but I like him better than Justin Fields. But if it's not Derek Carr and it's not Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields is the next best option. All right, so but I, I understand where you're coming from, and I understand your perspective on that. But the Jets are not going to do that. And the reason the Jets are not going to do that is because they still are holding out hope for Zach Wilson. And you don't bring in a guy that is that young that you're going to end up having to commit to much more long term, assuming that he takes over as your starter and then goes out there and has a great year. And then, you know, it's just I I just don't see that happening. I I just I really don't. I, I could see Justin Fields being traded, but I just don't see it happening to the Jets. But why would they allow the upside of Zach Wilson to hold them back even more than he already has? I mean, that's the thing. Like, if they let's just say Joe Douglas, and I don't know if he feels this way, but let's say Joe Douglas really liked Justin Fields out of the draft and was like, man, you know, this guy, and he ended up going with Zach Wilson. But let's say he was like, you know, waffling between the two. And he really liked Justin Fields. And he's like, man, you know, Justin Fields showed me some of the things last year that I thought he could do. Zach Wilson has shown me nothing since we've been here. I, I, I got to go. I got to make we We get him in this offense with those wide receivers. I mean, and put him with some veteran coordinators here. I, I could really turn this guy into something. Why would you hang on to the hope of Zach Wilson? I mean, Justin Fields is not like had a great year, but he showed you that he could be a star player at times so, last year. Here, here's the thing. With like, nobody if, around. I know one thing. If Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, decided to cha- uh, trade uh, Justin Fields, let's say he did that. Let's say he got a first and a third back or a first and a, a third and, and a player back. And let's say, I'm trying to think who, who he could trade him to that would make sense, but, but that's the Hall coming back. So now he drafts Bryce Young. He's still got another first-round draft pick in there. He could trade that pick to the Bengals for T. Higgins. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you have T. Higgins and you have Bryce Young together, uh, and that's how you're starting your offense. You know, that's the kind of thing that I, I believe that Mike Tannenbaum is thinking about. It's kind of like what, in, in, in an article that I read this morning, it's kind of like what Jacksonville tried to do around um, Trevor Lawrence's past year. Get Brandon Sheriff from a Washington. Go get Christian Kirk from the wide receiver. Evan from, Ingram. And then they sign Evan Ingram, who I think that everybody thought was a good player. Just here, never, ever materialized as a consistent player. Because, you know, why they had three different offensive coordinators since he was here. Yeah. So now he finally settled in with a big-time quarterback, a big-time coach. And look at what happened with, you know, the Jaguars as they went on that run towards the end of the year with that great quarterback. Yeah. So, I I mean, I think some of the stuff that I saw from Justin Fields last year, I think that he can be a very, very good quarterback. And the fact that you, you know, what I saw from Jalen Hurts this year, what he was able to do, I think... You, know, you get the right pieces around you him. You can win Jets, with him. You can definitely win. I think win. so. Yeah, I really do. So that's why, I mean, 
I know what you're saying about the Zach Wilson and the, the Jets don't want to give up on him. But, I mean, if Justin, if this carousel that we're talking about stops without Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr and Justin Fields is legitimately available, you better be looking at so him. If you, you better I, be looking if, at if him. If you and I are doing this every morning now until we figure out of what course the, they're doing it. Yes. Yeah, of course, they're doing the same thing. They're Call looking, up Joe Douglas. Let's just make him a part of the conversation. They are looking at every single option that they possibly can because... The owner, as we heard out in Phoenix, mm -hmm. is you know thinks a plug and play quarterback is ready to go here, and plug they're going to go play. win a Super Bowl. Plug and play. I mean, I, what does he mean this, by that? I'm just telling you, it is an the AFC is stacked. Yeah, I know it is but stacked. Can't give up, man. That's why Aaron Rodgers probably to me gives you the best chance possibly in the next window in the next year to win. Well, of course, and then anybody who is against Aaron Rodgers coming here is just stupid. He has to come here. That would be the one guy that could get them in the mix, into the conversation. See, this is where people get in trouble with each other when they're discussing things. Yeah. So you just made a declarative statement. Yeah. And that declarative statement was anyone who thinks that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be here is just stupid. Yep, that's right. So you just basically said that Tiki Barber is stupid. I think that that opinion that he, I don't think Tiki's stupid. He's smarter than me. Yeah. I think that opinion is stupid. I totally disagree with that opinion. Uh, all, right, all right, so that, that's how you have to say it then. You can't well, say that he understands. I don't think that he's stupid. I uh, think he understands. But that. I think this is where people get in fights with one another because no. they make declarative statements like that. Nah. And then the statement leads to, like, you know, people taking words out of your mouth, like I just did. Yeah. And then attaching him to something that, you know, and then you had to clarify what you were saying. Yeah, I don't really care at all. I just, I, Tiki knows I respect him, and he's he's a very smart man, smarter than me, but I think that's completely off base that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be a Jet, or the Jets well, shouldn't I mean, consider but, Aaron but Rodgers. But you used a word called stupid. Well, stupid, yeah, it is. You don't want to use the word stupid. It, it, well, I did. Because when you use the word stupid, then stupid. It, that's it's a stupid. trigger word. That's a trigger word. That's, you know that. Well, it's, it was just a stupid you gotta thing. you got to be careful of the trigger words that you use. It's, I'm not going to be careful. So, look, I just don't think it makes sense to think that way about Aaron Rodgers, and while Tiki could have his point of view, that's fine. I, 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 I respectfully disagree with Tiki. That's yeah. how you should say. You should no say fun in that. anybody who thinks the way that Tiki thinks is stupid. Yeah, I agree. You can't yeah. say that. No, stupid. Just per personally, I just trigger word. Just I think it's stupid. It's how you deliver it. Yeah, I know. I like my way better. You know, you got your little NFL Today delivery. You know, and I got mine. Okay. Stupid. My little NFL today. Yeah, a little couch in this, couch in that. Couch in anything. I respectfully disagree. I don't I don't respectfully do anything, quite frankly. We're talking about sports. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Stupid. You gotta tell me Aaron Rodgers as a jet is a bad idea. Stupid. It is. Stand by it. That's a trigger word. I'm just telling you. Are you triggered right now? I'm not triggered. I mean like I trigger warning? No, I mean, should I have given a trigger warning? You're not triggering me because I, I actually think it would be a lot of fun to have Aaron Rodgers here. Well, of course it would be. Everybody knows that. It would be fun because they'd win, too. That's the other yeah, part of it. It would be fun because we get to watch it every week and there would be all sorts of things going on. Uh, Jonas in Bethel, Connecticut. What's going on, Jonas? Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Thank Thanks, you, man. Jonas. What's, what's happening? Well, uh, a month ago um, when I was watching the show, Boomer, you went on the record for saying how wonderful uh, Baker Mayfield would be as a fit for the Jets, and I thought it was great because I 
thought his resurrection in Los Angeles was really something. Um, the only question I have is, uh, do you think the Jets are thinking along those lines at some point, or and what do you think of what do you think of, um, uh, of Baker's arm strength? I think he's got a hell of an arm. He's got, uh, you know, he he planted a, uh, his feet. I think it was it was either the last year or the year before, and he launched the ball seventy six yards. I mean, he is a wild card. There's no question about that. The reason I was saying Baker may feel this is because when you get down to it, if their car goes to Carolina and Aaron Rodgers either stays in Green Bay, retires, or goes to the Raiders, now what Now what are you looking at? What, what are your opportunities? What are your options? And I know you're not a big Garoppolo fan, but he knows this offense, and he fits in seamlessly, and he's he's got a winning record, and but he just can't stay healthy. Baker Mayfield would be a fire starter here. Would be fun again for me. What we do here, it would be fun. Yeah, but you and also he can play. By the way, right? Exactly. It's not like you dislike him on the football no. field. You like him too. But I just, I don't know, man. When the Jets are searching for that right guy, that committed guy who's going to turn them around, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the person. I, I think Baker Mayfield would definitely commit himself here. Yeah, I don't know how good he is, but the personality stuff, I'm all in on. I, I think that he's got that edge. He's someone that we talked about having that edge and coming here out of the draft. How he might be able to fit, but I, I just, I just don't know how good he is. And I, he's been given multiple opportunities. I've seen him play really well. He won a, a playoff game without his coach against the Pittsburgh Steelers. True. So here, here's the point: like if he ended up here, it would not be on a long term deal. It'd be on a prove it deal. Sure. If in fact that's what fell to them. And that prove-it deal probably would fit the idea that maybe Zach Wilson would take over eventually. Yeah. So that kind of thing fits. His personality would be it would be amazing. It would be, I, I kind of find him to be very interesting, and I kind of enjoy him. Let's go to Dominic calling from Staten Island. What's up, Dominic? What's going on, guys? Huge fan. How are you? All right, Great, Tom. Man. What's happening, brother? All right. I got a little upset this morning because I turned on my radio and I'm listening to this nonsense about Justin Fields and this conversation swirling about looking at Justin Fields. I think they would be shooting themselves in the foot. They need a proven quarterback, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, even Lamar Jackson. Those are the guys that they should be. Going well, they are, but, but the conversation, Dominic, is that if they don't get those guys, you know, and I agree, Aaron Rodgers, number one, I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to end up leaving Baltimore. But, yes, I said Derek Carr as well. Those are the guys I would 100% put yeah. ahead of it. All I'm right. talking about that next tier. If you're looking at guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, and not Justin Fields, I don't think the Jets are doing their due diligence. Until we know, Dominic, exactly who the Jets get, we're going to sit here and speculate like everybody else. So these conversations that we are having now are, are pure speculation and, or, and, and trying to figure out what the Jet options are. So if you wanted to say to Gio, because Gio brought up um, Justin Fields and how he thought Justin Fields would be a great fit for the Jets. If you want to say that that's a stupid idea, you can do that. <laughs> you want to do that? You can tell him it's a stupid idea. That's a, a stupid idea. All right, yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Well, you know, I that's a stupid idea. It is not a stupid yeah, idea. According to Dominic, it's a stupid idea. Okay, it's fine. It's but the trigger word. Okay, but I'm not getting offended by it. Uh, to me, it's if you are looking at... So you're telling me you wouldn't take Justin Fields over that other tier of quarterback that we're talking about. Of course, those top three that Dominic mentioned. Dominic's point was they should be looking at Rodgers, looking at Carr, looking at Jackson. Obviously, it's what we said. 
But I'm thinking if the character the musical's chairs stop and the, your chair that's open is Jimmy Garoppolo, Andy Dalton, or Baker Mayfield, and you got Justin Fields available, look at Justin Fields. Not Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, we know he's not. Uh, Lamar Jackson used to go to Atlanta, and then maybe Justin Fields gets traded to Baltimore. That would be interesting. But I, I just, I'd like Justin Fields better than that second tier. And I, I think Garoppolo is, is just a horrible idea. I mean, I cannot say this enough. People think, oh, but he won in his record in San Francisco. Okay, well, he knows this offense, but he doesn't know. You know, Michael Floor is not there any longer, so I know it's sort of going to be a similar it's offense. The same offense. But okay, but the guy that he worked with is no longer there. So it's not like it's going to be as seamless as it was prior to that. And I just, I don't, he, he's not committed. He, they, the San Francisco 49ers, who are in desperate need of a quarterback, they have a guy who they had on their roster who took them to a Super Bowl and has something like a 700 winning percentage, and they can't wait to get rid of him. Cannot wait. He's not the guy who's going to be committed. He disappeared. Disappeared after the contract. Couldn't find him. What are you yelling at me for? Let's go to Nick in Huntington. Hello, Nick. Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? Uh, I just wanted to kind of back Tiki up a little bit, not fully on the Aaron Rodgers thing, because if you have played sports, you know that what happens in the locker room can be pretty important. And I think that what I've noticed is that Robert Sala kind of lets these players say whatever they want about, you know, they were doing it with Zach Wilson. They were very open. He, he was letting them be very open about their uh, displeasure towards Zach Wilson. And I completely understand that. But there kind of is a line where you have to draw a line in the sand with that, like, level of freedom. And, I and you know, we have already seen signs that Aaron Rodgers is, you know, making statements. He got, like, personally offended at, um, what was it, about, you know, I, I forgot who it was or whatever, but he made a remark yesterday about, like, some uh, about somebody commenting on his life like the yeah listening. ian rapaport and adam schefter i mean okay so but and, and i addressed that nick earlier he he loves that stuff he loves to be able to come on and dispute it and talk about the media and fake news and this and that and he does it with a smile and he's seen and heard everything and as far as the locker room goes the reason why they turned on zach wilson it was twofold two reasons one he stunk on the field and two they didn't respect him on or off the field if aaron Rodger, rogers walks into that room I mean, for crying out loud, Garrett Wilson said he would cry tears of joy if Aaron Rodgers was his quarterback. If he walks into that room, it's immediate respect. MVPs, Super Bowl championship, Hall of Fame. I mean, it's immediate respect. So they're going to fall in line for him. So the reason why they were turning and going crazy with, with Zach Wilson, because they didn't respect the kid. They didn't like him. They didn't respect him. I mean, they treated Mike White like he was Peyton Manning. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers is actually in that building. Come on. And the media stuff, forget it. There's nothing here that's going to be bigger than what he's dealt with in his career already. You think that Aaron Rodgers shows up the first day is, you know, OTAs? He's going to be here for every OTA, or is he not going to show up at all? Well, that's something we talked about yesterday. I agree. He's got to be here the entire time. That That's something that... I mean, you got to get some sort of agreement from him that yes. he's going to be all in, that it's not just I'm showing up on the day one and we're going to play football and then I'm going home. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if he changes teams, he's got to know that. And that, and I believe he will. I believe at that point, if he changes teams, he doesn't want this thing to blow up in his face. And he wants to show everybody that he's still got it. And, you know, the, the other thing, too, like that we, we tend to forget about. These guys who make so much money and have had so much success need to draw inspiration from somewhere. They always do. Michael Jordan. 
he got offended by things like we all that, that meme out there, and I took that personally. And I took that yeah, personally. Yeah, it's just like the Kansas City Chiefs; they all take it personally at the beginning right. of the year that nobody thought that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Right. So Aaron Rodgers, where he gets that from, is that the media fights the media. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, the girl that he is dating now, his his uh, her dad. Mm-hmm. I was going to say or her family. I'm assuming. that girlfriend of his uh, blue. I don't know. If, no, no. It's the new girl. The, the Madison girl, Eads. She's the one whose dad owns the Milwaukee Bucks. That's right. Yeah. Right. They, they live up by uh, Lee Einsiedler. Oh, that's right. Yes. Ah, look at that. How's that? Little connection for you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. A winning Wednesday last night with some local hockey and basketball teams. Jerry Recco's here with that and more. Good morning, Jerry. Well, good morning. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. New buddy winning 
for sure. The Knicks winning. The Knicks taking a three-game winning streak into the All-Star break. Barrett tucks it to the rim. Runner's good on the foul on Capella. And Barrett with a chance at three. Barrett is going back to his principles. Attack the basket. There's your guys right there, Ed. Yeah, yeah stop shooting threes at. when you can't hit the basket. So just drive and go back to basics. Me and Speedy Claxton were talking about Wally Zerbiak's property taxes actually the other day when I was. Uh, sure. Yeah, he's got a big property. He lives in Cold Spring Harbor. I know. And I, that dude, Speedy's like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. He's like, I just moved because I had to do the property tax thing. I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wally Zerbiak, you ex NBA guys, you don't know what you're doing with these property taxes. It's crazy. Hmm. It's just too much. And Wally's they got can afford it. Wally's, well, I don't know. Wally's also got, you know, he's got kids who are into horses. Oh, geez. That's a big problem, too. That seems expensive. Very expensive. Equestrian problem. Does he not, Boomer? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yes, you do know. I mean, I, he's, I he's a great dad. His yeah, kids are into I, horses. I, I and you play horses, golf with him. You know I mean, a lot. There's nothing wrong with saying that. They I, have a great life while he's providing them a great life. They're into horses, so he has to get them horses. Yeah, well, you're right. I yes. Mean, I remember, I'll never forget, Sydney was put on a horse, and I was like, we got to get her off this horse. <laughs> this is, I got to stop this. this right. Is, uh, we can't have this. And this, Wally's going to do anything and everything I'll, for I'll his children. I'll do anything for Sydney. I'll right. give her anything she wants. Just get her off the horse. Right. <laughs> Not multiple horses. No, we don't the, need horses. The Zerbiak stable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember she was good at it, too, and I was yeah. like, oh, no. Yep. <laughs> well, the Knicks did win. Stick in her hand. And let's go, <laughs> please. For the love of God, one twenty-two to one hundred one. They go to thirty-three and twenty-seven. That was uh, courtesy of MSG. Jalen Brunson had twenty-eight. He was ten of nineteen shooting. Julius Randle twenty-five. And Barrett, when he wasn't missing threes, did go for seventeen points. Here he was saying, uh, three-game winning streak into the break. Not bad. Getting this win um, before the break is, is was really important to us. You know, we were able to come out um, hot to begin the game, and then that just kind of was able to sustain us throughout the course of the game. They made a run. And yeah, but they Have were you ever looked at the amount of games that he's played compared to the amount of games that Zion Williamson <laughs> has played? I haven't, but I'm sure that there is a stark difference. So when you think about that, Knicks made the, you know, we ended up getting lucky. Not really, because John Moran, John Moran. was drafted ahead of R.J. Barrett. So lucky he didn't get the number one overall pick because it would have been Zion and he's barely played. But not lucky because you could have had the second overall pick and a real legitimate superstar. Yeah. Imagine John Morant in yeah. the garden. Electric. So RJ, I think, has played like 251 games. How, how about Zion? I'm going to say 70. I was going to say 45. 45, wow. Let me see. I mean, Zion Williamson has played in 114. Wow. That's more than I thought. Yeah, much more than I thought. About that, um, Isaiah Hartenstein with six points, eleven rebounds, three block shots. Um, what else? Here's Jalen Brunson. We talked about his good game. He was trying to have a conversation on MSG, but some just wouldn't allow it. I mean, we just kept fighting. Um, I think most importantly, don't say anything crazy. All right, bye, bye. Uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's Randall, as you can imagine, and then Barrett's there as well. <laughs> Say chemistry would suggest that you guys are in a great place, right? But I'll be. Can you get out of it? What do you want, man? They want me to interview. <laughs> they sound like they're having fun. I would hope so. I and mean, they're going the old well, winning does, right? Uh, yes, and they've, they've won a lot. They got the six seed now. They're going into the All Star break. One of the best records they've had in many years. They're playing great. Don't you guys remember that feeling? No. Should being on an NBA team going into an All Star break playing well? No, no, you were on a <laughs> softball team that very rarely ever lost a game. 
you were. You were a part of a team that very rarely lost. You always came off that field a winner. You remember what that felt like? Yeah, you know how, like, you, I do. I'm looking at my watch saying, crap, only four hours sleep by the time I get home tonight. And usually when the game ended, Al and I were on the bench. <laughs> Where you belong. You were out of the rotation. Game was on the line, on the bench. Ugh. Although, Al, I thought, had his best season ever at third base. Best season ever. Is that right? Yeah, I thought I really thought so. Thank you. You're welcome. Before he bruised his shin, of course. No, Jerry, that was, that was, that was years, years ago. ago. That was years ago. He overcame that. <laughs> I thought you said there's still remnants of that bruise. No, I'm playing through it. Right. right. You haven't played through anything. <laughs> I mean, I did play through it. You did? But that was like five years ago when that yes. happened. That's heat last night in Brooklyn. Dean Woody letting the clock wind down. Crossover. Pass out. O'Neal. Pump fake. Moves right. Bumps in the lane. That door to Bridges and a dunk at the shot clock buzzer. And that pretty much did it. Is Brooklyn in the house? I thought Chris so. Chris Carino with the call on the fan. Nets beat the Heat 116-105. Mikael Bridges, career best 45, 17 of 24 from the floor. Scored 15 straight in the fourth quarter. Here was Jock Vaughn. Loves the kid. Overall, just his spirit and energy and juice even at uh, our walkthrough today. Like, uh, he had the mindset. It seemed like that uh, he wasn't going to let us lose. And he didn't. Cam Thomas came off the bench. He had 19. How about Bridges? It was good. He had it going. He was very efficient. Yeah, he would us, us to a victory, so kudos to him. And so the Nets 34-24 and 24 at the moment with that win over Miami last night. Elsewhere, the Sixers beat the Cavaliers 118-112. Joel Embiid, 29 points. He is over 10,000 for his career at Stock Rivers. That's impressive, you know, especially at the position that he's playing at, you know, because he needs the ball given to him, you know, for him to score. And so he scores a lot, over 10,000, so good for him. Cleveland had their seven-game winning streak come to an end. Also, of note, Kyrie Irving did not play because of a back issue. Nuggets beat the Mavericks 118-109. And the Nuggets, uh, with that win, continue to be one of, if not the best team in the West. Also, of note from basketball, guess who was at it again? Guess who was at it again? Mm. Basketball, guess who was at it In the world of basketball of sorts. Michael Jordan. Yeah, he donated $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation birthday, on his yes. 60th birthday. It's very nice, yes. Now, I think more basketball media. There's Charles Barkley? Mm, that's a good guess. We're talking Shaq. about two guys that have battled over old school, new school. Old player, new player. Uh, J.J. Redick and Chris oh, Mantos Russo. Right. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this came up, but Russo was defending those guys of the 80s to today's player. Did you see Bird right. play against the Lakers in 84? Did you see Bird against the Rockets in 86? Were you at courtside watching these games? No. You got to watch the games at the time. Okay. Watching them on YouTube 40 years later okay. is not the same at the moment so, so watching a let me ask game. Now, he didn't go John Johnson the plumber back in the <laughs> 1950s, yeah. but he did go. He was talking bird magic and guys like that as he continues to battle with Reddick. I mean, that's what he does. That's his, that's his go-to that's thing, and then Reddick can't stand it, and he goes back and forth, but... I mean, this is the stuff he would do to us in the newsroom. He'd bring these things up, yes, and then he he'd would. use that classic line. He'd be like, uh, can you tell me what Larry Bird did in the finals this year? <laughs> and I'd be like, I, I have no idea. And he'd go, that's why I am in there, and you are out here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was more emasculating than that. He yeah. used that often. Yeah, to everybody. Yes, yeah. he did. Uh, Mets pitcher Max Scherzer. He's a busy guy. 
He's now got four kids. His wife just gave birth to his fourth kid to go along with the four dogs that have to adjust to one another. They had the dogs out to get everything back in, and we're slowly bringing the dogs back in. So, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a circus for sure. <laughs> four and four sounds like a circus. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, yep. I don't I'm know. Sure he's how. got plenty of help. Oh, I'm sure he does, yeah. But, like, uh, Sean Morash does not. He just picked up a dog out of a Mr. Softy truck the other day. Did he really? Yeah, one of these mobile dog units. That's great. He went. To, he told me he went to Stu Leonard's to get some buffalo chicken dip, and he came home with a terrier. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> that was his line. I thought it was very funny. It's, I'll tell you, it's very tempting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know, and he, there was, like, one puppy left in the mobile yes. thing, and he ended up it was licking his face, so now he's got... He's got two daughters and two dogs in the house. So. Wow, is it licking his face because he had buffalo wings all over it? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Here's another for Scherzer as he adjusts on the fly as a vet. You never, you're never done learning in this game, especially as you age. You get new challenges put in front of you, and so this is a challenge i got to jump over. All right, well, we'll see if he can. How many starts is he making Binghamton this year? <laughs> Let's hope none. Yeah. I'm going to say two. I mean, he had a great year. He had a great year. He didn't have a great finish. Right. Well, he didn't have a great finish for the Dodgers either, right? That's right. Dead arm. So, trend. He is 40. Let's yeah. hope not. Uh, Chiefs had their parade in Kansas City. Here was Patrick Mahomes looking to get Nick Bolton on the stage. You explained to me the noise that you hear in the middle of this because I can't put my finger on it. Nick Bolton's a little shy, so we're going to we're gonna get him up here. There he goes. Sound like Al. Al, were you at the, the, the parade yesterday? That sounded like a porno. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's the like first what? Thing. Porno. But yeah. Nick Bolt's a little shy, so we're going to get him up here. There he goes. Yeah. I, that's, it's someone tr- I think that's what they're trying to do. It's like recreate like a porn actress. Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is those I have it isolated. There you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that is funny. We, so. <laughs> that's one of those things you could do there, uh, Jerry. Porno or Al Duke's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man here was more Mahomes not uh, doing porno voices but instead talking about more work to do coming up I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning oh. we ain't done yet so I'll make sure to hit y'all back next year and I hope the crowd's the same appreciate y'all let's go baby we had a blast. Sounds like all those parades in New England all those years, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. All those years, dynasty building. You know, that porno or Al Duke's laugh thing jarred my memory. Actually, I got in trouble for this. (laughs) (laughs) In Pittsburgh, I got called into the office. A program director, general manager, they did not like this at all. So I did, you know, the sexual harassment videos that the company does? So we cut up the audio from those acting scenes. Oh, boy. And we cut up audio from pornos, the acting scenes. And then we guessed which one was which. Was it from the CBS radio at the time sexual harassment video or was it from an actual porno? 
And I thought it was a great. That's a great bit. I know that they would just they you got to take this seriously. The company, it's a harassment situation. You're making fun of it now. All you know puts us in a tough spot. The whole thing. And I was like, man, I was so happy with the way it went because it sounded exactly the same. I was like, hey, what are you doing later, Sarah? And people would be like. Porno. No! Sexual harassment <laughs> video. That was the guy in sales coming up to the HR lady. You'd never believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey did their post-Super Bowl podcast. Here was Jason talking about a little bit of a miscommunication after the Super Bowl, the way things got translated. I was misquoted by saying that I said fuck. You congratulations after the game. <laughs> which is not what I said. I was like, I don't remember that one. I was, I was, uh, I was a loss, uh, loss of words, and uh, you didn't, you didn't really say much. But I know you didn't say. F- yeah. <laughs> These guys are funny. Yeah, they are. I actually really enjoy this. I don't listen to it on a, on a regular basis, but when I do, it's, uh, it's very enjoyable. So that was the, I forget the name of the podcast, but the Kelsey podcast, we'll call it that. And the Jerry, ra- just one second before you yeah. get too far away from it, I'm sorry uh, to cut you off. James and Brick, what's going on, James? Hey, what's happening, man? Um, I just wanted to shed a little light on, on that noise you guys are playing. The I Oh My a, God thing? The, well, yeah, like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, bro. I got a, uh, I got an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old, and I've been called by the teacher, and they're like, you know, your, your, your kid's moaning in class, and I get them home, and I'm like, well, what are you doing, bro? And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be a, a TikTok reel, or, we're, I mean, my day wrestle. And you're in the middle of the wrestling room during practice, and kids are, are doing it. Really? Exact noise. Well, know? let's hope they're not watching pornos and this is a TikTok situation, because that would be rough. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, that was my original concern, but, I mean, I go through their phones and their, and their, you know, their media outlets, and, and there's nothing really there. So it's got to be a TikTok reel or an Instagram short or, or something along those lines. Yeah, and, and they I probably picked it up at school somewhere. Yeah. As soon as you played it, I went, oh, my God, I hear that at home all the time. Did you go, oh, my God? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but anyway, that's, uh, it's got to be something something that's popular. And, and you know, I don't, it's got to be popular somewhere. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little off-putting. It'll be a little. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're a teacher and you got your entire class doing it all day long. Oh, so, tick, so, oh my God, on TikTok, TikTok is a hashtag, I guess, that's relatively popular. Well, that could be anything, though. Oh my God. No, I guess, but there's a million of them that come up. So maybe that is a thing. I, huh. I don't know. You're not, you're not on this, Jerry. No, I'm not. No. Wouldn't Gal- Gallo would know something he, about yeah, this, right? That would be the guy he, to find out. He's our uh, TikTok expert, I guess. Although, I don't know. I mean, AI, he didn't have a TikTok account himself. We made him create a TikTok for us. So I think he's learned mm. about it. But it's not like he was... There's got to be someone in this Look building. This. Russ and Bayshore. What's going on, Russ? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. All right, man. What's happening? Uh, the last guy took half my thunder with that whole hiya, <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> I have a 13 and a 12-year-old in the middle of the summer. Everybody's windows open playing basketball. All of a sudden, it sounds like two kids are going at it in the middle of the street. <laughs> My wife comes out of the house screaming and yelling like there's a dog dying or two chicks are going at it. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it from? 
It's just, I don't know. It's definitely a TikTok. It's a TikTok with these kids. It makes no sense. On the school bus, everywhere you go, my wife's wow. a teacher. They can't get them to stop. So, so who made that noise yesterday in the know. microphone? Was that was that uh, Patrick Mahomes? I didn't see the video. He was the one that had the microphone, and he was trying to get Nick Bolton up there, I right? I don't know. I don't think it was Mahomes. With that voice, I don't think he Was could. it Jackson Mahomes? Could it be his, could it be his wife? Could be. Oh, yeah. No, that's a male voice. It's a male? Yeah, that's Jackson Mahomes, then. Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> who was the guy who was calling up? That was Nick seen. Bolton. It probably well, was he, this was, I think Bolton spoke here. How we do it, Shane Skato? What up, Kansas City? That's the same guy. What is that? <laughs> There's no way that's the same guy. <laughs> I gotta, I'll look it up in the break. See what I can find. <laughs> Rangers beat the Canucks 6-4. to, uh, six to four. Tennessee beat number one Alabama 68-59. Fordham knocked off St. Bonaventure. And uh, Northwestern went over number 18 Indiana 64-62. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Before we get... Back into some of the Aaron Rodgers stuff, the Jets quarterback situation. We got sent a bunch of TikTok stuff, and it's the Oh Yeah Challenge on TikTok. And Omar in Jersey City also uh, has some thoughts on it, but I think we know the origin now, and I'd like to hear what Omar has to say. Omar, good morning. What's happening? Hey, guys. Huge fan. So, yeah, I'm around the age of the TikTok world, so I just wanted to shed some light on it. It actually originated, um, Gio, I don't know if you ever heard of something called Vine. Yeah, of course, the old Vine stuff that went away. It was like the original TikTok. Exactly. So it originated on Vine back in, like, 2015. Some kids were, like, playing on the sofa, and one kid jumped up. He said, can I have, Can I get a oh, yeah? And then another kid jumped, and he said, oh, yeah. And that's where it originated. So everybody just started reposting, reposting that and doing the exact same thing. And now TikTok brought it back. So you're at a party or something, 
and everybody starts saying it to their buddies. So now that, that's why it's become so famous. Yeah, well, that's uh, clearly what's going on, and I appreciate Omar. Yeah. All the way back to Vine in 2015? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. And it made it to the uh, the Super Bowl parade for the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs right before Nick Bolton got to the microphone. All so right. somebody had to do that on the microphone. The Obviously, question is, yeah. who did it on the microphone? Because Patrick Mahomes had the microphone, mm -hmm. and he was introducing Nick Bolton. He was. Now, Nick Bolton had a very deep voice, and Patrick Mahomes has his thing going on. So, so somebody in between the two of them. Probably Kelsey. Kelsey would do that. Actually, there's a headline now with this. There's a headline with this now? Uh, it's from SB Nation. Brett Veek, or Veach. What's his name? Is he? Uh, yeah, he's Veach. a GM. Yeah, he supposedly he did it. He did it. Yeah, the general manager. I think did, so. <laughs> did oh yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. Hey, Boomer, can I get an oh yeah? I gave you one earlier. That's it. I'm done. Please. I'm done. Well, I didn't hear the last one. Oh, I can find. Yeah? <laughs> there you go. There it is. Right there. <laughs> we were kind of talking over it, though. I think we need a clean one. I gave you one. Hey, Boomer, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, I get yeah. fine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, there it is. Uh, let's go to Joe in Manasquan. What's going on, Joe? Hey, guys. How you doing? All right, Joey Joe. What do you got for us today, man? Yeah, so I got a, a quick one. Again, unfortunately, agree with Boomer a whole bunch. Uh, we got... Uh, Eddie, the pig's jockey, right? He's looking for a new, new spot to live. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think you guys have have done quite a bit for him. You got him a new set of jibs, right? So I think this one uh, might, the onus might fall on Eddie here to yeah. uh, find a new spot to live. Yeah, I know. I, I, I agree. Um, I don't think that we can help him with his living situation. I think that now we're getting way too deep into this. I want to talk to him to find out if he's really homeless this morning or he was just like off the deep end and he was not talking straight or right or he wasn't in his right frame of mind. But, I mean, if he ends up being homeless out there, he has no place to live, we're going to feel terrible about that, you know? Absolutely. But it, sometimes, you know, you just got to – you guys have done quite a bit for our man, Eddie. And yeah. um, I think uh, – it's time for him to to get his life together. Is what it sounds like. Absolutely, you guys yeah. are doing a you guys are doing plenty. And my next point, I think I fall in the stupid camp with the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but with uh, with Tiki's uh, point about him maybe not fitting in, he seems to like to respond to every story, right? And um, you guys are right about New York not being what it used to be, but the amount of stories in New York are still pretty abundant, right? They they seem to come out from everywhere, and I think Aaron will have. A tough time just having feeling the need to respond to all of it. Yeah, but like has he ever had a tough time with it? Has it ever affected his play? Has he ever gone off in a press conference? I mean, he has done all these things, you know, back from the relax that he wrote, uh, to the toes. Remember he put his foot up there in the press conference, to the thumb, to I mean he's gone on and on. He's had all these things and never once you know, during those two seasons where we had the most drama, he won the MVP back-to-back. -back. So I just, uh, th this guy lives for the drama. I think that it drives him. Sure. It's just maybe it's, it'll be like Aaron Rodgers was seen out to dinner, and uh, then he'll say, oh, it wasn't a dinner, whatever it may be. He actually may look at this like a challenge. Yeah. Like, this could be something that could be fun for him. Now, here's one of the reasons why. You know, he doesn't really have much to worry about in that regard. 
is because he is a great player. Mm -hmm. And he's going to play great. He's going to be great on the field. Now, whether or not he'll get, if he came to the Jets, whether or not he would get them to the Super Bowl or the Raiders to the Super Bowl or whatever, that that's that will be up for debate. And only time will tell us that as we watch as the season unfolds. But I, I don't have any worry about him going on the field and being productive. He's going to be very productive no matter where he goes. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I, I believe he'd be great for the Jets. So, so what are we? What, what are we really worrying about? Like, why are we worrying about how he's going to handle the media if he throws three interceptions in a game? He doesn't care. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, you're on my side. No, man. I, I'm not. I, look, I I would love for him to be here. I just don't think he's going to want to be here. That's all. Yeah, and that's what I would say. I, I, and not because of the media situation, just no. because. It's it just him coming. He's never been an East Coast guy. I think he could handle it here for sure, but it's just not where he's lived, not where he's wanted to be. I don't know. I just I, I, I think he'd want to play with Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Now, Garrett Wilson's a great player, but, you know, he's he's played with Devontae Adams. Like I said, if I'm the Jets, I would I would go out and bring in all his security blankets. David Bakhtiari come in, Randall Cobb come in, Alan Lazard come in, everybody come over. And if they don't want him to play, make him coaches. I don't care. <laughs> Just surround him with his inner circle, and then he'll come over and play. Yeah, you know, you, you give Pat uh, McAfee, uh, you know, the halftime job or something. Why not? To interview him at halftime. Or Seriously. Whatever, yes. Yeah, AJ Hawk, everybody else. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.